Doesn't that song make you want to work out? Makes me want to get up and do some aerobics. You know, no, I'm not very, you know, athletic. (laughs) You don't have to be athletic to do aerobics. I mean, just fun. I I mean, I'm not very coordinated, I should say. (laughs) But I used to be a dancer, which is. Yes, you did. My mother made me dance until I was 21 years old. Oh, you understand fuck. 18 <laughs> years of dancing <laughs> of forced dancing and I wasn't like some skinny little dancer I was like this chubby <laughs> you know like but did you enjoy it at all oh I did I don't know how I it wasn't like dance moms was it no could you fucking imagine no but I remember being in a recital oh. and I was like oh my god I'm so well, this is so embarrassing like as I got older, <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, That's my mom, she, she, I guess she that had good intentions, but my, I would have God. loved to have been at one of those recitals, Jen. Oh yeah, you would have. Didn't we meet around the time you were twenty-one? Why wasn't I invited? Oh, maybe it was nineteen. I think I was nineteen. Dance. It was eighteen oh, for. I feel like I got ripped off. It was right before my father mm-hmm. died, so I was nineteen. I. I keep thinking I was older, but oh, okay. So yeah, it was. I think she made me do. Did she? Yeah, I was nineteen when my dad died, and I think she made me do that recital. Oh God! I know. Oh God, bless you for getting through it. I don't even know. I was in a. It, you know. You don't. Know I know what. you're in a fog. Yeah. Uh, and my wow. mother, she just was. She's. I, I got the brunt you. of it, you know? I know. You did. Well, you're the oldest. That's what right, happens, so right? So I got through my whole entire childhood until I was 19 before my father passed away. My sister was nine at the time. Mm-hmm. And my brother was, what, uh, 16? Mm. Yeah. So me and my brother got, like, the strict crazy Linda. You know, mm-hmm. like, we don't have, we don't raise quitters in this family. You know, like this. <laughs> You're on a diet. Even though I was had something like hormonally wrong with me, I was always on a freaking diet. Um, oh my god. We got that, Linda. And then my sister, my father passes away, and my my sister gets like this Mickey Mouse version of her. <laughs> like <laughs> she flipped the switch and was like, "Fuck you, it, life's too short. I'm gonna be sweet to my and you my youngest know. child." You know that Linda. Yes, I know that Linda. You mm-hmm. actually know both versions of Linda, I think. I do. Yeah, I met your mom um, just before your father had passed. Well, yeah. probably uh, two years before. So mm-hmm. you got to see both versions of Linda. Not very many people. Yeah, and you're I right. Know. She did flip a switch. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, she started smoking cigarettes again. Do you, like, mm-hmm. So, and that's that kind of that kind of brings us you know to kind of what we wanted oh. to talk about right yeah the what we left off on at the end of episode 10 about like losing yourself and becoming yes. like a how do you say it a parent a partner an employee mm-hmm. you know a friend you kind of yeah, and just kind of blending in that way as then, opposed to standing out as as you and then you throw in the queer factor and you're like, you either, 
you just don't know like it's like a lot of times queer people they they have um how do how do you say it they've they've pushed away the community trauma yeah and they pushed away the community until they're you know at an age or a level of acceptance Right. Yeah. Like until they accept themselves, they almost feel like no one else will accept them, which is which is sad because I think that's the exact opposite of what's true. You know, right. I think I think our community, I think the LGBTQ plus community as a whole is one of the most accepting. And I feel like there are so many resources available and so many ways to reach out to other people in the community, whether it's through literally like through social media or um, or podcasts or, or anything, um, uh, community resources, right, local resources or resources within your school or something like that for, for younger folks. But I think there are so many resources and so many ways to connect with the LGBTQ community and feel that acceptance before you even know that, um, that the acceptance is, is, uh, deserved. Does that make sense? Right. right. No, it does make sense. Um, you know, and, and thinking back to like when I was 19, 20, like Mm -hmm. when I met you and when, you're going through yeah, your dance recitals all of that mm-hmm. stuff um <laughs> there weren't any resources so no so you know we we kind of have like the first-hand experience of what it was like to evolve yep right think about yeah, that absolutely so we didn't have anything we taught we've we've taught you know this comes up time and time again but the lack of representation when we were younger um was uh was uh, mind-blowing you know when you look at um, the representation that we have today and I still don't think we're nowhere near where where we need to be as a society because I still feel so much hate um, you know from people who don't agree or don't understand you don't have to agree you, you agree with you know the way people live you just have to kind of respect it it's not hurting anybody so um, just put that out there but I think there's just so much of a disconnect Still, that we have a, a long way to go, but my God, is it different from when it's, we were younger? We didn't have the yeah, we didn't like, have the resources. Back. Like think back, like mm-hmm. when you heard somebody was gay, did you remember, or did um, it stick with you? That's a good question because it did for me. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, I mean. Because I grew up, my, my aunt was gay, you know, but she didn't live here. So I think had I been around her more, I think I might have had a different a different understanding, right? And it might right. have been more normalized for me, but it it I wasn't around her that much. So, and it, she lives, you know, in Minnesota. So it's not like it's, it's very close where we'd see each other often at all. Right, Once but, a year, but, but you're lucky if you saw her that often. But I think... I didn't I it, it probably did stand out to me when people were gay and not necessarily in a good way. Right. So right? for me I was always fascinated just like I was with which is so funny my wife <laughs> when I first found out like when I remember my mom saying, "Well, she's gay." I'm like, "She's what? She's gay." I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
she's gay. Jen, 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 she's gay. <laughs> like it's this big secret. It's this big like, can you believe it? Can you even believe it? Oh my God, shh, she's gay. I just mm. remember, like, and I had a cousin who's, I, I do have a cousin who's gay who uh, mm-hmm. lives in Arizona, but you remember my mom being like, she's gay. <laughs> like that's all you ever heard and I, re- I just remember being polarizing in a way um, yeah right but it's like I said it, it stands out but not necessarily in a good way because it's not painted that way you know what I mean right. it's not not that hey listen it's not like somebody go look at look at the, oh, look at you know oh Deanna Dina and Deanna look at them they're they're lesbians isn't that fantastic I don't expect that at all. If you want to celebrate us for being gay, I think you should. I think you do. I think you want people to like pull their little rainbow flags out and wave them at you. Fuck yeah. I would. I would like fireworks. Yes, I would like it to feel like a fucking pride parade. (laughs) I know you. Whenever I go anywhere because. You know, listen. (laughs) But but I'm kidding. But But see how different it is now. Yes. Yes, very different. So, um, yeah, we were definitely going off topic, but going kind of back to where we were last week and like keeping the identification part of who you are, um, everything kind of like blends together, right? Mm -hmm. And then you become very comfortable in your community once you're aware, right? Mm hmm. When she, Hopefully, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not very. I'm sorry. Not in your community. I'm sorry. Your surroundings. I shouldn't say community. Oh, okay. Your okay. immediate surroundings. Once they're all aware and everybody knows, and like you just, but then you then you become. Or does it? Or do, listen. Or, right. Or does it feel like like a weight's been lifted off your chest, or does it feel worse? Depend. I think it depends I on think your for surroundings. Me it was both. You know, me, yeah, because it's a, it's a mixed bag. It depends on on what your surroundings are at any given moment. And so, don't you think? Right, and and you have to think. So now we're talking about all these little things, right? But that kind of like mm-hmm. pile up. So a normal, normal, like I don't know what's normal these days. I I don't even know. But like I don't know. Say, <laughs> this is terrible. Nothing. This is what I'm saying. I'm going to actually <laughs> go there, but like a I heterosexual couple per se sure let's say normal because right a hetero heteronormative right view or um some of those people are more messed up than you know any any weird person could ever be you know you know that's right i mean they just they blend so they have their own way of blending right Mm -hmm. but queer queer women i think really in in our 40s or 30s or whatever stage of parenting and marriage you're in you become like this blended piece just blended person you're just like kind of how do I say it what am I trying to say help me out well I would say straight women would feel the same way you know and um and I would say I would say everybody could could get into that that same pattern of just feeling like you're someone else's something but not your own something right right 
like we talked about, you're Ryan's mom, you're Chrissy's wife, but um, I'm an but employee. Who, who looks I'm... at you like you're just Jen? You know, you. But like, of course, because right. I've known you forever. Or of course, like Linda's daughter, or you know, all these. Right, right. Like when do you, when do you? And I think you know it depends on the people, right? It depends on who's referring to you or who you're talking about because. It's like when you when you call an electrician or something like I'm Donna's daughter, Deanna, you know what I mean? It's it's how do you know? Like, so sometimes you use that as a link to to identify how the person might know you. But um, it's kind of the way we internalize that, right, is, is what we're talking about. So not necessarily that somebody on on um, Ryan's baseball team might refer to you as Ryan's mom. That's expected because that's the link by which they know you that makes sense but then it also becomes a part of your identity and I think that's what we're trying to trying to peel apart the layers of that identity and saying what can we do to make us feel like we are Jen and Deanna you know what I mean right so that probably we start with like self-care yeah and do, do you think being queer has different requirements in self-care I would say yeah I would say it has uh, I mean to an extent sure sure it's different you know because when you when you look at um do you do you think it's mostly because people give us people the way people see us right or mm -hmm. like that as an extra layer do you feel that way yeah right I do okay I do. I do. And I'm sure some people feel that way. Some people in our community probably feel that way to a lot more of an uh, an extent, right? When you think about really masculine um, lesbians, they probably, that's probably a huge part of their identity, whether they want it to be or not, right? Right. Like whether somebody looks at them and how, they, how they're perceived by other people, right? right. All of us. So I... I um, are trans think. you know trans yeah. members of the community same thing how how do they um separate how they feel about themselves from how others perceive them you know in identifying when they need that self-care or what mm-hmm. they're I, I do think it looks differently um maybe not for you know moms in general or um Wives or employees or sisters, brothers, daughters, whatever. Right. I think it's. Right. I think it definitely does have a different layer that often gets kind of like swept under the rug. I think so, and I think it has to do again with, you know, kind of how how or, or whether or not you recognize that you need to focus on yourself, whether or not you even recognize that that's an issue and that you're becoming lost in, in what other people see or whether you're becoming lost in, you know what I, you know what I um, heard someone say that I thought was really interesting? Shoot, I think I just heard it like today. Um, yes, yes, I did. It was something having to do with, um, did I send it to you? Uh, about lesbians, um, especially later in life, lesbians being people pleasers. No. Yes, and I go, holy shit, that's Jen. <laughs> and 
I'm listening you think I'm to a it. People is, pleaser? I think you are. I think you're a yes, yes, ma'am, because you you think about it, right? Uh, the, well, I guess think of the way we define people pleaser. I define a people pleaser as somebody who's who says yes to almost anything somebody will ask you to do, right? If it'll help that other person. I mean, I am known for saying yes to mm-hmm. almost anything. <laughs> People who put themselves in, or not with first. anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we know that. Okay, uh, we know that, Jen. Relax. But <laughs> Rosie, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh Jesus! Here we go. So. I think I think you definitely fit the mold of somebody who not just and a lot of us do right so so I think a lot of people can relate but not just someone who puts themselves last that's not necessarily the case but you're certainly not putting yourself first right right um you know you're likely to say yes you're likely not to want to shake the boat make other people uncomfortable you're yeah. likely to you know, to settle more into a role that is going with the flow and as then, opposed to standing out. Oh, and then I feel incredibly guilty for saying no. Yes. You feel guilty for everything. And then I like, go I, I think that goes back it. to the Catholic thing sometimes with us, but like, yes. And like today I was on the phone, Ryan called me because I literally ran out to the store. I never leave this house. I go out, mm-hmm. Ryan, and, <laughs> Ryan and Chrissy are fighting. He calls oh, me. No. <laughs> he oh, calls no. me and he's like, Mom, Chrissy's mad at me. I'm like, oh my God. I literally just left out. Like, what are you fighting about? Mm-hmm. And he's, so I, he's like, you know, whatever. And I go, listen to me, Ryan. Do you realize that Chrissy and I literally do everything for you? Like, our, our whole lives revolve around <laughs> around you. you and your needs and all of your extracurricular activities like you can't uh-huh. do anything for us like what is can you just get it's along ridiculous. with Chrissy for, like they fight like siblings mm-hmm. it is oh. oh it's gotta be incredibly frustrating she treats him like an equal right which is not ideal like a friend but because our dynamic is weird. I was mom first. So it's, okay. mm-hmm. he doesn't really see Chrissy as mom, but he does see her as, he does re- refer to us as parents. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like my parents, but he doesn't call Chrissy mom. I'm mom. So anyways, they fight like cats and dogs when I leave. Right. And never leave them alone. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm as I'm driving myself to Target, I'm thinking, okay, this is what I'm doing for myself. This is what I'm doing for myself. Don't turn around and go home. Like you need this. Mm-hmm. You need to walk around Target aimlessly. You just need to. You mm-hmm. you didn't spend a hundred dollars today. You need to spend that hundred dollars. Like that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's burning a hole in your pocket. You gotta get it out of there. So then so I'm at the store, right? And I'm really, mm-hmm. we, we never stick to one topic and like thoroughly talk it out, but I'm going to get there. So I'm at the store and I'm walking around and I'm like, oh, those are really cute pants. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do I buy? 
But I'm like, is that my style? And then I'm like, do I have a queer enough style? Like, You're starting like, to overthink it. Do you want to be? Do you want to look everything. more queer or no? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I want to look what cool. the style is supposed to be. So I just want to look cool. I don't want to look mm-hmm. queer. I think cool. You just want to look cool and comfortable. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not fit. So yeah, and there's no need at, at our age. Well, not at our age, fit, but at but our stage of life, there's no need for us to be signaling to other people that we're queer necessarily, or making sure other queers know that we I are. Mean, it, Although, if I got you know hit on once in a while, it would help. It's my not a ego, bad thing. Yeah, it's not a I bad mean, thing to be recognized, of course. But like you're saying, it's not. It's not like. It's not like you're single, and when you go out, you want to make sure everybody knows. No, no, no. I just yeah. want to. Mm-hmm. I want. You just want to feel cool, feel comfortable, confident. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. I got you. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like looking, at, and, and I over, I'm like overthink things because, why? Because of the because you're the wrapped up in what everyone else in. needs. Yeah. I or literally what? well, and then when I think about myself. I have mm-hmm. no idea where to even begin. Yeah. It's like so it goes back to, you know, self-care. And what is what does that mean first of all and what does it look like, right? I know like for you, like you have three children. Mhm. I sure do. And <laughs> they they require a lot from you. Like Yeah. How do you <laughs> How do you handle your self-care? They do. Um, You know, um, a a friend of mine from work when we were traveling together asked kind of the same thing, actually. Um, Over dinner, she was like, you know, with everything that you do with work and um, with being a volunteer firefighter and having to spend a certain amount of time, you know, a required amount of time every month doing that and three kids and wife, you know, working an opposite schedule, like how do you like... How do you balance everything? How do you find time for yourself? Do you know what I mean? Right. And my my schedule is pretty, it's pretty set every single day. I, I have the same schedule, right? Um, I wake up, help, help get the kids ready for school while my wife, you know, is making lunches and stuff like that. I'm getting the kids up, getting them dressed. So we have that whole uh, routine in the morning. Oh, I've called you in the morning. It is something. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it depends on the day. Sometimes everybody's, you know, chipper when they get up. Sometimes they're fucking terrorists. It just depends on the day, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but most days they're fine and pretty agreeable. They're just crazy. They're just high energy, obviously, when, when they get up. Um, but yeah, so we get them ready, get them out the door. Then I get ready for, for work and and do all of that. Then I head to the office. And then when I come home, it's kind of you know the opposite so Dina will leave for work pretty much immediately when I get home and then the kids and I have our routine eat dinner play clean up um, get ready for bed and then once they're in bed by eight o'clock I start my nightly routine so it's nice because I've always been a a night owl you know so it's not I don't go to bed early so I'm not I'm definitely not that person no matter how old I get I feel like I'm not going to bed any earlier or wanting to go to bed any earlier that's just not my thing so I'm up until at least midnight every night right Uh oh what happened there I have no idea what just happened but 
No worries. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Go okay, ahead. good. So Anyways, anyway. We're, we're live. I mean, we're not going to have it edited out. I mean, it is what it is. No, it's so. okay. It's okay. I think everybody can bear with it. So um, once the kids go to bed at eight, I have my cleanup routine. And then six days a week, I work out for at least at least 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, depending on how long it takes. But either way, like that's my, that's my focus, right? That's my time. That's what I feel like is my self care. I love it. You know, I love it. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel centered. It makes me feel confident. It makes me feel like I'm doing something to elongate my life. You know what I mean? It, it just, it makes me feel like I'm using my time well, and I'm that person who I can't let grass grow under my feet, right? I get it from my mother. Like I can't sit down and relax when there are things that need to be done, when things need to be picked up, when things need to be clean, when there's laundry sitting around. I'm not the person <laughs> that sits not. down. I can't, I can't do it. But Dina does. You know? Dina can, and it like, but when she gets a fire under her ass, forget about it. Oh yeah, it's I'm, really funny. It's like I'm like, like okay, yeah, fuck it, let's do this. That's I love how it. I am. it. It's uh, the I'm fire. Like, like sometimes you get I a can, fire. I I sometimes get like so overwhelmed by so much that we have to do. All sure. I have to do is sleep. Right. Sure. But oh then, yeah. Then I'll be like, oh, just gotta get it over with. So then I'll um when I'm on it I'm on it I am like it is a full day production like it is <laughs> like, what's I a whole am... day production you were cutting out for a uh, minute there I don't know why we're getting this stuff but <clears throat> we're gonna know. try we're trying a new recording system next week um okay anyways so what was I going when, when I when I'm ready when I want to do something get it done you can't stop me mm-hmm. it's like crazy like I get so much done, so much accomplished. But I mean, it's I great. think me when I see like so much, sometimes like if it hits me like today, I was so overwhelmed with so much I had to like get done in a certain amount of time in the yep. house and at work, and I just like I just had a horrible day. Like I just right, I couldn't get out of my head. I I really hate winter. Like, you know, all these little things were just like building up. And then I was like, all right, you got to stop. As I said this to myself right before I took my lunch, you got to stop. You got to mm-hmm. stop. Like, I just kept circling back. Like, what if I want to like just. Just your mind just running yeah, and running and running. Kept, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, just take a nap. And then I was like, no, got in the shower because I figured that would be the best way to get me to like rinse off this like. Ugh. And yes. Mm-hmm. Like re in, like invigorate myself. You know, make healthy meal for lunch or whatever. Like mm-hmm. got, I actually blow like did like blue dry my hair, straightened it, like put makeup on, put jeans on. Like I'm just so <laughs> sick of sitting in sweatpants. I hear you. So mm-hmm. I I think I think too like. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to say, like, start another topic again. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, ugh. Like, Chrissy, and Chrissy works really, really hard. Like, she's, she works 60 to 70 hours a week. If you, yeah. You know. Yeah, do easily. She does. Maybe, you know, even more. Um, But, like, 
I have all these things on my mind. And, like, I got to get this from the store. I got to get this. Da, 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 da. I handle all that plus my job. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm constantly in contact with all of our friends. Like, I, I that's my outlet. So, so mm-hmm. I said something. Chrissy's like, well, maybe... Oh, was it Chrissy or Ryan? Went, well, maybe if you weren't texting all day. And I looked at them and I was like, that is for me. That is all Yeah, that's I what I enjoy. <laughs> I need it for my mental wellness. <laughs> like, do you, so you, you understand that. Like, that is I do. Like, that that's is, your thing. Well, like, right? If you try, if you define self-care, it's basically things... You know, things that you do that you focus on to improve your health, whether that's your physical health, whether that's your mental health, they're all interconnected. They both need a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I have to work on my mental health. Yes, because you're sitting here just, and you're describing anxiety, right? Everything that you're, that you're describing about, um, you know, being wrapped up and worried about that's your, your average run of the mill, you know, good old anxiety. Oh, uh, I got her. I got anxiety. I we all do. I mean, <laughs> like I shake. That's the other thing. I move all day long, even though I'm not yeah. like moving, moving. I never yep. stop shaking. Like I am. No, you don't. Like yeah, you, and you know that. Like you worked with me in multiple jobs. I never yeah. stop. No, you have that nervous kind of twitching, the shaking. You know, the constantly bouncing your leg or something like that. Mm-hmm. Drives me Always. nuts. I drives can't me fucking stop. nuts. It drives Christy nuts too. But like, I feel like though, if I stop, if I were to listen to what everybody else's needs or wants were from me, like I mm-hmm. would never meet my own needs. Um. Yeah. Unless you really took the time to focus on you. Like a 30-day retreat to Bali? You want to go? Yo, oh, fuck yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Why would we not? <laughs> uh, I swear when the lottery Say less, Jen. God, Say I'm less. <laughs> Let's fucking go. But, anyway, but seriously, sorry. you know, sometimes, sometimes self-care is saying no, right? Sometimes it's saying no to people. Right. 100%. That's an okay thing to say, Right. Um, and I think people feel guilty about just saying no, like, no, I'm not in the mood to do that. I don't feel like doing that. No, I, I'm so sorry. I can't stretch myself even, you know, um, any thinner than I'm already stretched to help you with this. It's okay to say no, you know, or like I say with my kids, not now, right. It's okay to say, yeah, now's not the best time. I'd love to help you with that, but I just, I am not able to right now. And that's okay. I know. And being like, ugh, I don't know. Like, you're but just like, you know, it's setting boundaries, right? It, it goes, uh, it, it goes hand in hand with setting boundaries. That's a really healthy thing to do too. That could be a form of self self care. Yeah. Right. The, what yeah. am I willing to tolerate from people? What am I not? What am I willing right. to tolerate from my children? What am I not? Or my job? You know setting boundaries oh i don't think i have boundaries do i no that's a problem it's something to look at you right? do though i you fuck yeah i do i don't give a shit really well um 
you do things, get pulled, I think. You do get pulled down sometimes from guilt. I, I see it and I know it. And I do. I can tell, mm-hmm. I, and when you feel guilty, you do this like look in your eye. I don't know. If, I don't know if don't, even Dina no, I knows. Know. I know exactly. Like when you feel guilty, you do this like, is it your right? It's your, it's your left eye. <laughs> That's very. This is getting right very now. specific. <laughs> right. And you. I Too know bad we don't have a guilty. video, Jen. I know we fuck? gotta do that. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. Next. Well, we gotta find the right platform to do this. So I know. And the connection we have on this is just not great. That's not. But we'll figure it out. But but back to what you were saying. I I, I do feel guilty sometimes, but I think the importance of setting setting boundaries and expectations and things like that um you know it's you you have to do those things you don't you have to for yourself and right. that's okay and people feel guilty for doing that shit they do i mean and it's ridiculous you know another one people don't like doing um, some of you will relate is asking for help. Oh, I or know people like that. Asking for what you need. How about right. that? Right? So not necessarily um you may not necessarily be needing help with something that you're afraid to ask for or too proud to ask for or whatever. You know, feel like you're inconveniencing somebody and it goes back to the guilt probably, right? Uh or pride, I would say one of those two things. Um, but also asking someone for what you need it may not be help but it may be you know hey could I bounce this idea off of you or hey this happened today and I'm just not sure if um, if I handled it the right way and I or I just want to vent about something right and that like honestly and that's I mean it's not not everything is about sex but sexually too same thing yes absolutely right and then like sorry my voice well sex could be a form of self-care too let's be real right um and connecting with your partner and and any way and any intimate way but not i think is is definitely in that same boat but not being afraid to ask for what you need there of course right yep absolutely also not being afraid to seek somebody else's you know advice you know sure. outside the box yep did you you used to go to therapy right oh my god yeah oh yeah for half of my young adolescence and young adulthood do you think they're queer friendly or lesbian friendly counselors yes yes of course there are oh my god there's one i follow on tiktok that's interesting she seems because- awesome that mm-hmm. would be somebody interesting to talk to yeah. about these topics. Maybe we could uh, reach out. As a matter of fact, there might even be more than one that I follow. But um, I think that because like we touch that on adding all, that level of yeah. understanding, like we touch on huge. all these factors and how they like how we think about them and how we see them and how we live them or mm-hmm. view them. But to get like real solid foundation of like advice I'm not really sure there's one specific way to handle things or view things or whatever but I would love to know what these 
these counselors would come up with. Yeah, you know, that's it would a great be interesting. point. We know it would be interesting and would be really awesome because hmm. if there was like, you know how Dr. Phil's retiring? Oh, God. He turned into like a Maury Povich. Let's be real. Right, but don't you think it would be he awesome? He can't take to, Dr. Like, Phil like, seriously anymore. Like a Sarah Gilbert to like host like a... Yeah, she's awesome, but she's not a... She's not a psychologist, right? Right, but she heard a psychologist or, or a therapist or to anything. do like a queer Oh, her awareness. and I see what you're saying. Like a queer mm-hmm. awareness, like talk show, because and I heard this term the other day, and I was like, "Hmm, that's really ignorant." Just like me, um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not. Don't be hard on yourself, Jen. Somebody said it was a. It was a. How did they refer to it? I think they actually use the word queer, a queer pandemic. Mm. And I was like, yeah, huh? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to look it up more, but I couldn't really come like find like a, like a solid source of where that came from. But I think there, ne- there definitely needs to be some like daytime, like, awareness like daytime talk oh my show God. awareness and Could that can bring us half like the country's miles. head would explode Who's? but it would be so i said half the country's head would explode i know but it would be so informative <laughs> it's so fucking unfortunate what? oh it, my it, god should we even mention that that show that documentary we watched oh that was horrible what oh my god, it? it was heartbreaking. It was L fucking word of heartbreaking. Louisiana, what was it? No, uh Mississippi, the Mississippi. real L word. So the L word um franchise did uh, um in 2016. So listen, not not all that long ago, if you look at if you just look at comments on social media um about the the queer community, um you'll see that nothing's changed since 2016. Well, when this documentary was made. I would <laughs> I would argue with that. You would think it got better. I don't listen. I don't know because I don't live in Mississippi, right? right and I've n- actually like, never even been country, there. As a country, we have protections in place now. So okay, so okay, the federal protections have have increased or improved for sure. I'll give you that, but it doesn't change the mindset of the people who live in this country. Right. Right. But I do Those advances don't necessarily accepting. change the mindset. I, I don't do think, think so, Do you think the workplace is more accepting? I think the workplace, depending on where you work, doesn't have a fucking choice. But could they discriminate against you for being gay? Here? No. Could they fire you for something else? Are you there? Wait, you broke up. Are you there? With some other way, some other reason to get rid of you. Absolutely. So, bad news. You don't think so? No. No, listen. You broke... I couldn't hear you. And that was terrible for like the last minute I was like can you hear me and then I was going to stop the podcast and like oh splice no them together, but then but like it's fine so just 
repeat what you said when you were out when you broke up like a minute ago what before oh, you came God. back and you're like you don't um, think so oh i shit i don't even remember what i said shit that was good because you were like you don't think so like i don't think so <laughs> what <laughs> oh i said um i said could could your job come out and say listen you're you're gay you're queer uh so we're gonna have to let you go no, no. of course they can't do that now no but, but they could they fire you for any other bullshit reason when really the underlying reason is you being queer is a point of contention in this business or with your team or with our customers whoever those are with students whatever with parents whatever's going on right I whoever mean, your 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 audience is maybe, it's not meshing you gotta go right well maybe before covid but now people are so hard up for employees that i think there's a more of a common like okay you're a human body i don't have to buy a <laughs> robot um so so okay i think our perspective is different in the north right um being in new york state i think that's the case I think in, in some of those southern states, I don't think they give a shit. Yeah, I mean... I don't think they give a shit, sad. and I'm only saying that because we know people who live in the I mean, south it, and have said the exact same thing. It goes for racism, too. It's terrible. Oh, it's the same thing. A hundred percent. It still so, exists, and it's and it's just more... You know what it is? People have... People would say, I don't know. People, people have balls to say. Right. People will say the same. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because they are different, but they're both forms of discrimination, right? And it's and bigotry. really bad in the South. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and listen, if you live in the South and, and the, again, generalization, right? Where in the South? Um, well, not Miami. The large cities. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to have an issue in the larger cities, right? Or even in some of the southern states, you're not going to have as big of an issue. Um, but the states that you find uh, that are like Bible Belt and stuff like that, the the sh the way that they treat LGBTQ plus um, folks is disgusting. It is. It's It's beyond anything that I could even comprehend and i know they're the same you know or it can be the same racially right when you're or um when you're talking about certain ethnicities i've seen it i've seen it when i'm visiting the south yeah. they they make no secret of it it's, right people are it's just, disgusting why do people want to hurt other people it doesn't make and that's what sense. i don't understand it's like, and you know cares? i love when they and i love when they use god as the as as their shield to be a complete okay. and utter asshole so here i'm going to give you since you brought it up what? i am going to give you homework over the next couple Ooh. episodes yeah okay yeah i love it listen i'm listening so write this down 1946 mm -hmm. Ooh. it's a documentary yep. i believe on netflix if, yes yes if yes I'm, i think you're right i did you watch it? it? I started it, but I didn't finish it. And it is okay. fascinating. I, I, ha I have to. So the premise, correct me if I'm wrong. The premise is that 
this entire time. So the Bible is a collection of stories, right? Written by people who did not live necessarily at the exact same time that Jesus even lived. Right. right? So it's a book of interpretations from um, that were, you know, of stories that were handed down. Right. You're right. From my understanding, it's from what I recall theology. Of, and yep. it's been translated from Hebrew to many different languages in the King James. Am I right? King James version? Yep. No. Is Yeah, you are is right. Is it King James? Um, I don't know. I'll have to go upstairs and find a Bible. I'm sure I have one somewhere. <laughs> but the, I think there are multiple versions that yeah, have been translated into James English. Version. Yep. Okay. But it's like the King James version five or something like that. So even more translated. Right. From what, from English to English to English to English. Right. That's how ridiculous um, this has become. And this might upset some people. And I understand that I'm trying, trying to be sensitive to it by just stating my understanding. Okay. Right. So um, do you know what, why he did that to begin with? S- so oh, King James, yeah. Does it say in the show, in the special? Y- yeah, you need to watch it. Yep, yep. Okay. So, anyways, finish your thought. So the idea is that um, homosexuality, right, and anything deviating from heterosexuality, has been viewed as uh, an abomination, right? Their words, not mine. Um, and. Um, directly going against everything, you know, that is holy and sacred because the Bible says a man should not lay with a man, another man, the way he lays with a woman. When in reality, the original pre-translated verbiage of that, of that verse, whatever it was, wherever it was, whatever book it was in, I don't know. Um, but the original verbiage had more to do with a man should not lay with a child the way yeah, he so lays like, with a woman. So this whole time, the priests have been molesting children. Yes, correct. Getting away mm-hmm. with it. And the, you know, gays and lesbians and queers and transvestites are not well. We're the, the perverts. Catholic. Yeah, we're the asshole. Yeah, we're the perverts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. But that's, so that's what I it's wa- about, right? Yeah, watch it. Yep. And we'll okay. talk about it because... It's really becoming fascinating. So, oh my God, I can't wait. It just, you know, and what will the reach be? Will the reach of that ever be far enough to change anyone's mind? It just, it already it's so sad. Mine. It changed well, mine. It didn't have to change yours, though. No, you're right. It didn't have. It to. didn't have. To. You're not the not audience, myself, right? Though. Well, kind of, because I don't like church anymore. You know what I mean? Like. I know. I I think a lot of us um, collectively in the community struggle with um, organized religion because of this, you know. And I, yes. I think I told the story about so it, about self's baptism, about my did. Yeah. oldest daughter's baptism, and the priest kind of pulling us aside afterwards and saying, I, "Listen, I I feel so sorry for the way the church treats you." And I was like, "Excuse what? What? Right. <laughs> You're acknowledging that?" That was wild to me, and, and it broke my heart, you know, in a in a good way, I guess, that he said that. But it just broke my heart because we all grew up with this, just all of us who grew up, um, you know, following any Christian denomination, right? Or any right. denomination of the Christian faith, I should say. We all grew up with this guilt that we were, we were 
living in sin. I know. And <laughs> and I feel better about Which is ridiculous. I, I I don't I feel better about my re the well, I'll say re, my religion because I'm not really practicing, but about your relationship with God? Yes, maybe? since this came out, like since I started watching really? this and Oh, I yeah, I never really this. paid attention to it, but um, yeah, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, oh my you god, you need to watch it. Tell Dina. Yeah, I'm going to. I'll get Chrissy to watch it, even though she hates that stuff. Oh come on, just don't fucking watch it. It's for the betterment of the world. <laughs> 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 On that note, I um, yes, that's our goal. That's yeah. our goal, guys. That's really... what we're gonna be doing. I don't want to start anything else, so. No, no, let's end it here. And, um, you know, we'll get to more discussion about that in the next episode. Speaking of this, I also want to, I was just talking to Jen. Jen and I were talking before, um, before we started this episode that I want to do an episode that's just about, um, queer um namely probably focusing on lesbian tv and movies so I mean, tv shows not necessarily the whole sh- the whole show is centered around a lesbian couple but a show that includes a lesbian you know romance like or Ginny a storyline that's my like Ginny and georgia like yeah. even station 19 has one right you know Fantastic. i didn't even, yeah I- there's, we gotta, Stupid we wife, you know my absolute favorite. We, you gotta help. Elwer, you. you know, OG well, and Gen Q, and then Lee their own. Oh my God, love it! Yeah, I wanna, I wanna talk about not necessarily um, going to, you know, a, a huge amount of detail about those shows, but this 1946 kind of um, reminded me about that we were just talking about doing that because it's. It's really it's really important, and it goes back to changing minds and and representation, right? And normalizing um, LGBTQ couples. I can always hear my cat coming. Here's his bell. I'm going to start taking his bell off. No, when it's we, fine. When Here's we record, because I always fucking hear room. him. It, we're we're in our we're in our houses. We're, we're, I know, but really, Asher cool. with the bell, bud. Hey, he's like, you put it on me, you ass. <laughs> right he's like like i want to fucking wear this so i want to make sure everybody knows where i'm at i don't think so not at all yeah sorry bud but anyway all right cool that's a topic i want to so talk watch about it. let's start yes. making a list okay and uh tiktok and instagram yeah we, queer we vice podcast queer vice podcast we definitely need to start getting more content up there um I know we gotta do some funny shit. We'll jump on a couple of trends, see how it goes, see how ridiculous we seem. It'll be entertaining at the very least, right? Hey, whatever, we could do it. We could totally do it. <laughs> we could do a puppet show. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what kind of puppets you got going on over there, Jen. That's for another time. <laughs> All right, see ya. Have a Bye. good week, everyone.